Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillip coming to you live from Alberta. In oh, Canada, un I don't know if that's the French lyrics. I made that up. It sounded French, though, didn't it? We've got a great show for you today. You're going to walk away from this show feeling better than you did when you sat down to listen to it, whether it's live or later on and you downloaded the show. I don't know, but I do know. That you're going to walk away with a, a song in your heart and a little teensy beat of a bounce in your step. That's right. Uh, I've had some really interesting stuff happen to me lately. Really interesting. I, uh, well, we'll get into it later. Fear. Supposed to be afraid all the time. I'm reading reports that uh, experts... Canadian media has a uh, uh, a stable full of experts that they they feed them and they keep them around and uh, you know so once in a while you need an expert right go wake up go get the expert well the expert's sleeping I guess you gonna have to wake him up now ain't you bring in release the experts well the experts are telling us that. Uh, very irresponsible of President Trump to tell you to not be afraid of COVID-19. Highly irresponsible. Highly. It's uh, to tell people to not be afraid is evil. It's bad. Uh, We're going to go through a bunch of audio clips of that. Now, I actually have a commandment. I am uh, commanded to not be afraid of certain things. So, I'm going to get into that. Justin Trudeau. 
just uh, gave a really great gift to the people of Alberta. I really want to thank him. I really do. Um, we're going to get into that. Uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. I'll tell you, it's it's one thing to have a hang-up that you're not proud of, okay? It's one thing to... Uh, to have something that's a thorn in your side and you're not cool with it, but uh, it keeps coming back, right? And you're struggling to overcome something that's uh, maybe a character flaw, right? It's quite another thing to cover up on it and keep going and lecture other people on it. We've got an Australian interview with Tara Reid, former worker in his office, that I want to go through, not because I want to point any fingers, but... uh, uh, Mr. Biden, you're one foot out of the grave, and time is not on your side. And if the American people put this guy in charge, well, you get what you get. Let's launch American Uck Radio. Loading program. Please stand by. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be afraid all the time, every single day. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, if you're not afraid, you're being irresponsible. If you're not teaching your children to always be afraid, well, then uh, you got problems. I'm telling you right now. You got to teach people fear. They they have to be in a constant state of flux where they don't know whether to how to act or what to say or or uh, anything. You've you've got to be afraid all the time, all day, every day. Let fear be thy sword and shield. Let fear gird your loins with fear all the time, huh? Let's hear what the president had. And when everybody was telling me, oh, Trump's got COVID. Oh, this is it. And I literally said, I don't care. You watch. It's going to be fine. The Q followers said, oh, this is the 10 days of darkness right here. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. President, what should we do about this situation? I just left Walter Reed Medical Center. And it's nice. really something very special. The doctor's the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. Yeah! Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went, I didn't feel so good, 
And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let that happen. We have the greatest country in the world. We're going back. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. So I, uh, I agree. That, that's what a leader does. A leader says, don't be afraid. Do we have a historical precedent for that? I think we do. This is a day of national consecration. And I am certain that on this day, my fellow Americans expect that on my induction into the presidency, I will address them with a candor and a decision with the present situation of our people impelled. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. We face our common difficulties. They concern, thank God, only material things. We only have fear. Nothing to fear but fear itself. You got to beat it. You got to defeat it. You got to cast it down. I, uh, I was reading my Bible this morning. And I opened it up to the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 7 and 8. I'm just going to read it for you here. It says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But, and I want you to listen to this list. I want you to listen up really good, and I want you to teach it to your children. But the fearful, fearful is at the top of the list, but the fearful unbelieving, abominable murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. You hear me? Out of all those things, idolaters, murderers, liars, abominable. By the way, what's an abom- what's an abomination? Well, uh, and under the Levitical law, a man that wears women's clothes is an abomination. It's one of them. But the top of that list is fearful. I have a commandment from God Almighty to not be fearful. And I will not be told by anybody of what I'm supposed to be afraid of. It is not going to happen.
And then we uh, we bring out the experts. The experts on fear. Huh? Trump said, don't be afraid. That's what a leader does. That's what a good parent does when a child believes that there's a boogeyman in the closet. What kind of irresponsible parent would say, oh, no, you should be scared? Uh, yeah, there, there definitely is snakes in the closet. There's a boogeyman under the bed. And uh, so, you know, I'm going to shut the light off and I'll just leave you to yourself. That kid's going to lay there all night and tremble in fear over something that isn't there, that isn't happening, over a lie. I will not be afraid of a lie. I'm going to overcome. It's really that simple. And it disgusts me that anybody would tell these little ones that they need to be afraid. And it disgusts me that anybody would tell you to be afraid. Global News wants you to be afraid. They want to tell you that uh, President Trump is, uh, well, he's, he's irresponsible. That's irresponsible to tell people not to be afraid. What are you doing? Huh? We're supposed to be afraid all the time of everything. Never mind the fact that uh, fear drives down your immune system. Never mind that fear causes you to make bad decisions. Fear. Fear. CNN. Going off about how utterly irresponsible it is for President Trump to tell people don't be afraid. This is obviously Here sending come. Here a, we go. A, a very different. Takes it off. An incorrect message. Take it off his and mask. And you see him here. Um, he takes it off. And incorrect. he's getting ready for his pictures. The flags flank him. Right, Caitlin? This is what he did. This is the moment. This is what he produced it for. He wants the image to be, I'm strong. This virus is nothing. His tweet today, feeling better than I did 20 years ago. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. <laughs> There he is. This is the image he wants. Yeah, and let us remind viewers now that the president is on steroids and a drug that fewer than 10 people outside of clinical trials have gotten inside the United States to deal with coronavirus. He had a level of treatment and a level of care that most Americans would not get. That's understandable. He is the president of the United States. Obviously, everyone expects that. But what the president is portraying by taking his mask off when he gets back to the Truman balcony to give this this grand return to the White House is that everything is fine. And as he said, don't let coronavirus control your life. But that is very much still a president who has coronavirus. Despite <laughs> the lights and the flags and the staged entrance that the president wants to create, he still has coronavirus. And he is only a few days into the diagnosis. And Aaron, today his doctor didn't reveal a lot of information as he hasn't for the past two days, but he did yeah. still say that he won't breathe a sigh of relief until Monday. That's a full week from today. And fear. Huh? The president has access to drugs that the rest of us can't get. <laughs> Looks fine to me. 
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of a lie. Don't let lies run your life. <sighs> Fearful. I hate it. I can't stand it. I will not be afraid of a lie. It is not going to happen. I'm commanded to not be fearful. And you don't need to be either. It's really that simple. Uh, You know what? I guess I've yelled at you long enough about your need to not be afraid. Let's talk about this absolutely wonderful thing. That uh, Oh, actually, no, no, there's one more thing I want to mention. One more thing I want to mention. I had to go to the store with uh, my beautiful wife this morning, and we, uh, remember I talked about our local AM affiliate, 630 Ched, how they uh, had to fire Ryan Jesperson because he failed his own moral code of political correctness? And... Yeah, same affiliate. We had uh, we had six thirty. Chad AM on the radio in the vehicle to the store and back, and the the chief health officer over Alberta, Ms. Dina Henshaw, uh, this this uh, woman and the her co-host, a guy named Shay Ganim, used to be a news anchor on uh, Global TV. They were talking about uh, Dina Henshaw is very disappointed. She's very disappointed in Albertans for for getting together with their family. Uh, She's very disappointed in Albertans for not wearing a mask in public. And then, listen to this. This woman goes on to say, "I, I don't understand how we're punishing the rest of society because of a few scoff laws. Huh? You non mask wearing scoff law. And she says, I don't understand how we're not punishing those people for being irresponsible. You're being irresponsible, not being afraid of a lie. She says, how come we're not giving them, uh, how come we're not giving them uh, uh, $1,200 fines? It's irresponsible. It's 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 not it's not irresponsible to put economic hardship on people when there's no jobs left. That's not irresponsible. Now that you know how I really feel about it, let's talk about Justin Trudeau. Weighing 271 pounds. Jesse the body. I'm former governor of Minnesota and pro wrestler Jesse Ventura. I once came close to killing a predator. I'm here to tell you that if you listen to America Nuck Radio, it'll turn you into a goddamn mojo sexual. Mm, check it out. I get more beautiful looking every day. Yeah. I got the body. Thank you, Justin Trudeau. (laughs) I seriously appreciate what this guy has done. 
Remember, uh, so President Trump was going to, he, he gave the green light to a railway project. They're calling it A2A, Alaska to Alberta. Now, our biggest problem this whole time is that we had no access to seaports, right? Uh, they keep throwing around this word tidewater. I think that uh, they think it makes them sound smart, like Fredo. Tidewater. How about seaport? Huh? So that we could sell uh, our energy products, our food, our minerals that, that we mine out of the ground to international markets, which, by the way, are in very high demand right now worldwide. They want it. They need it. They want some more of it. Oh, but the uh, province of British Columbia said, oh, no, you can't build a pipeline to get your oil out because because the environment, because everybody knows that oil that the earth makes is bad for the earth. Everybody knows. <coughs> I got to stop yelling so much. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm passionate, but... Uh, Quebec, province of Quebec. So the west of Alberta, BC says, no, you can't build a pipeline. That would be irresponsible. You're killing the earth. Right? And then to the east of us, Quebec says, nah, that oil from Alberta, it is dirty. So we will buy it from the Saudi Arabia and the United States of America, which they hate. The only look, the only people that Eastern Canadians hate more than the United States of America is Albertans. And that is not your average man on the ground, okay? It's not. It's the Laurentian elite, is what they call him. Them. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, you know, Trump comes along, says Yeah, I'll I'll let Alberta get your commodities to port. We got uh we can build a rail line from Alaska. We'll even throw $22 billion at it, right? Well, and trust me, I think this is the best thing that could have happened. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, by the way, this is posted over on AmericanuckRadio.com. Oh, and listen, uh, while I'm on the, the, uh, the, the topic of AmericanuckRadio.com, we have a brand new line of uh, Alberta 51st State apparel and swag that we're going to be introducing very soon with uh, professional logos designed by my good friend Kevin J. Johnston, who is a professional graphic artist. Uh, Peyton, be ready uh, to take down the old banner ad that we have for the uh, swag line. Uh, And uh, we're actually going to be switching to Society 6. No, sorry, from Society6 to uh, a different company because we're getting a better deal, which uh, we should be able to pass along to our listeners. But, yeah, brand new line of AB51 gear so that you guys in America can raise the, uh, the conversation with your fellow Americans. Speaking of which, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is musing that a planned Alaska to Alberta rail line, it, well, you know, it may not even leave the station. U.S. President Donald Trump issued an executive permit last month allowing a $22 billion international railway to be built between Alaska and Alberta. 
Alberta Premier Jason Kenney has also thrown his support behind the proposal. Well, he had to. <laughs> what was he going to say? No, we're, we're just not going to let anybody go to work and feed their families. Huh? He had to. But uh, Trudeau, he cautioned. And don't be hasty. He cautioned that a plan must undergo a rigorous environmental assessment under Bill C-69, dubbed the No More Pipelines Act by its critics. That tells you enough about that act. Uh, whether uh, it, there is a uh, potential mm, uh, ooh, uh, for a uh, product project uh, before the proponent goes too far uh, down the road and mm, uh, invest too uh, much mm, money in it, Ah, uh, and something that is unlikely to pass, said Trudeau. And that wasn't me making fun of him. That was an actual soundbite. In Canada, major infrastructure projects, such as the building of an interprovincial pipeline, a nuclear energy facility, or large-scale mine, are subject to federal review. Isn't that nice? Yeah, a state can do whatever they want. Right? States can do whatever they want. Uh, the feds can put in regulations, as Obama did with uh, coal-fired power plants and coal miners. Ask the people of West Virginia how they feel about a Barack Obama. The Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers, or CAPP, have expressed concern over the bill, saying the bill will drive away investment in Canada by making it extremely difficult to approve major projects like pipelines and rail lines in the future. <laughs> the Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers. Yeah. Uh, they nailed it. That is exactly what has happened. Oh, we got COVID. It's irresponsible not to wear a mask. People might die. Hey, what about all the suicides from people that are losing their lives? The impacts of a flawed Bill C-69 go well beyond hurting Canada's oil and natural gas industry. Every Canadian will be hurt by driving investment out of the country and preventing important nation-building projects from being developed, said CAP President and CEO Tom McMillan. Yeah, these guys that call themselves progressives, they are anything but progressive. They are regressive. They are liars. And remember that verse I read in Revelation, what happens to liars. You better watch yourself, Trudeau. You better watch yourself, man. You're setting yourself up for a really hot future. A2A Rail Vice Chair Mead Treadwell said the so-called A2A Railway will succeed where others have failed because markets are hungry for resources that Canada produces but can't export quickly enough to de meet demand. Think about that. We actually have products that are in demand on the world stage and Ottawa and Quebec can make money off of it, but they hate us so much that they still won't let it go forward. Cutting off your nose to spite your face. And you know what? Good. Good, because there's a lot of people here that are sitting on the fence about our role in the Confederation of Canada. And this is going to doink 
push them right over. I'm seeing it more all of the time. All the time. I'm telling you. People are angry. Time to seek out a better deal, people. They're going to kill this. They're going to make it obvious to the whole world how much they disdain and despise Alberta. This is siege warfare. What is siege warfare? It is surrounding your enemy and not letting anything in or out. Alberta has no future in this thing called Canada. Zero. None. Getting in the way of people living their lives. Telling children that they've got to be scared of a disease. Scared of a virus. Do you know that you have uh, probably about 17 trillion viruses in you at any given minute? Any given second? You're swimming in them. I'm with President Trump. Don't be afraid. We have to go to a commercial break for our great sponsors. Keep Mojo Five O on the air, but we'll be back. And uh, I want to get into this whole thing with Tara Reid and Joe Biden because, oh, man, I uh, did an interview yesterday with the creator of the alien autopsy. Do you guys remember the alien autopsy? The guy that produced that had me on a new show that he is hosting yesterday. And uh, I'm not going to denigrate that man in any way, but I am going to tell you guys a little bit about it. Uh, My thoughts on it anyway. We'll be back right after these messages from our sponsors. So stick around. American Uck Radio is the fear killer. Dang it, Chris. Hurry up and open that door and get over here and help me. This cooler's getting heavy. Well, um, yeah, I, I can give you a hand, uh, but I I locked the keys in the bunker. Dang it, Chris. We have to do off-track in an hour. How are we going to get in there now? Relax. I got a new lock we can install later, but right now we need a battering ram. Hey, I know. Let's use the cat cooler as a battering ram. It certainly is rugged, but I don't think it's made for taking down steel reinforced doors. Man, relax. The thing can take 2,500 pounds of concrete with only minor scratches. We can definitely open the door with it. Rusty, grab the other side. All right. Well, we need a new door, but the cooler's good. Let's get to the studio. Get your cat cooler today at catcoolers.com. That's catcoolers.com. Cat Coolers does not approve of their product for use as a battering ram and cannot recommend you use it in any breaking and entering scenario, but it worked and it was fun. No coolers were harmed in the production of this ad, but the door is a total loss. Also, don't use it for smuggling a cat into New Mexico as it's against the law. We don't care what you stick where, but we're not paying for it. Comprende? How many times have I said that to you after a night out drinking? Damn it, there are no tampons in the men's bathroom. I am saving every bit of that. The Daily Mojo. How many times have I just, have I walked out in utter disgust and anguish looking for a tampon? With Brad Staggs. Welcome to the next 30-second promo here on Mojo (laughs) Bifo. Weekdays, 8 Eastern. What do you need? 
I mean really need to protect yourself and your family. A home security system, a big scary dog, a gun. If you're committed to protecting your family, and we know you are, even a reliable firearm falls short of what you need. To keep your loved ones safe today, tomorrow, and every day, you need access to life-saving resources that will help you survive any threat and the legal battle that comes after. That's why the USCCA gives law-abiding people like you the self-defense training, knowledge, and legal protection they need to help ensure the safety of their family and future. Discover what the United States Concealed Carry Association can do for you and your family by visiting uscca.com slash mojo December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? <laughs> what are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I, I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys. Oh, well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm, so... Therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly they liked it best. Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30, 40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no-cost, no-obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. Mary Lori Lightfoot, sit down, shut up, focus on the media paying more attention to your gender, what you like between your legs, and, and, and your race. You want to blame police command and police accountability? You take out all your cops, all your EMS, and you give the onus on these people. And you say, until you learn how to operate in a civilized society, you're on your own. The Rants of Izzo, Dominic Izzo, weeknight 7 to 9, Mojo 5 Welcome back to American Hawk Radio. So, yeah, I was reached out to uh, uh, on Sunday, actually, by a, uh, a television producer in Southern California, a guy named Bob Kiviat. And you can look up Bob Kiviat. He has quite a career. Um, remember, I told you yesterday I got a text message from Ron. Uh, Ron Phillips, the station manager of Mojo Five O and co-host of the morning, uh, the Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. Great show. 
Kind of a morning zoo variety show uh, from serious to ridiculous to hilarious. Good show. I listen to it almost every morning. Um, and this guy was just fascinated with this interview that uh, General Paul Vallely had identified that QAnon definitely is a legitimate psyop. He said who was doing it. And he said that they, they really wanted to have General Valley on to talk about it. And uh, it was the maiden voyage of this new show, uh, Conspiracy Truth Finders, I think they called it. Let's see, what was the name of it here? Uh, let me find it for you. Conspiracy. Yeah, Conspiracy Truth Finders. I, I, I'll have a link to it uh, probably today. The producer of that show, Courtney, told me that she would provide it for me once it was all finished. So uh, I'm expecting that that should be today. If not, tomorrow, whatever. I'll make it available to you guys. I, I threw on the cowboy hat, unbuttoned the top button of my shirt, and threw on a leather jacket. <laughs> Apparently it's owned by uh, a Navy SEAL and... Has ties to some very, very big names. I'm not going to say who they are. But uh, he wanted to get into the QAnon conspiracy. And uh, let me just say, I like this guy. I like Bob. I, I don't hate him. He's He's got a quite a career. He's done documentaries for Fox. Uh, he was the guy that put out the alien autopsy. I, I said to him, so you did the alien autopsy, hey? And he's like, that is the bane of my existence. <laughs> I said, why? Is it like attached to you? You're That's it? You're typecast? You're the alien autopsy guy? And uh, anyways, no, I mean, they were good to me. They We had a good uh, good talk. and But uh, the problem I, I found as we went on, I don't think that he was out to do a hit piece on QAnon, uh, which is what it turned into. I think that he's just the kind of guy that believes mainstream media narratives. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that was the case. And so, you know, he had uh, CNN hit pieces on QAnon. He had video of uh, President Trump at the time real estate tycoon Trump uh, hanging out with uh, Jeffrey Epstein at Mar-a-Lago. He tried to uh, demonize people that were running for Congress that were uh, apparently adherents of QAnon. And I did not defend QAnon at any time. I didn't. I, I didn't feel that that was my place. And I think actually that's why he had me on is because I'm not one of these Look, and, and, and among people that follow QAnon, uh, I have never seen them threaten violence. I've never seen them uh, promote white supremacy or genocide or all the things that he kind of figured it was about. But, however, I did talk about, uh, I just gave him really simple answers. He says, well, what about this woman running for Congress? She, she follows QAnon. Right? Uh, we can't. Yeah, what if these people get into government? Right? I said, look, I, I have a problem with certain things that Mormons believe. I think they're ridiculous, but they're Americans and they're entitled to their opinions and they have a right to run for public office and ultimately it will be up to the constituents of her district whether she gets elected or not. 
I didn't defend QAnon. I defended the Constitution and the rights of Americans. And that's how I handled that entire interview. Now, just to be sure, I've seen a lot of really crazy theories come out of QAnon followers and put dates and times on things that did not come to pass, and they doubled down and went forward anyway, right? Trump's got COVID. This is it. This is the 10 days of darkness, right? He's, he's, he's not really in the hospital. He's in a plane. He's in Air Force One flying circles around Nova Scotia. I remember when QAnon started, and everybody was a pedophile. Everybody. And you would have these videos of uh, some housewife all frumpy in Palookaville, Arizona, in her backyard with her phone and her camera saying, Mike Pence is a pedophile. I know it. Uh, oh, yeah. Mike, Mike Pence is a pedophile. And uh, I know it. Offering zero proof, just bearing false witness, uh, because you know. So I've seen a lot of ridiculousness on both sides of that agreement. Uh, you know, he, he played a video for me. Criminals have gotten into government. Criminals have gotten into finance and their human trafficking in there. Right? President Trump is uh, part of a plan to take him down. He says to me, what do you think of that? And I said, look, we've all known criminals are in government. They're in the Canadian government. We've known that since the Kennedy assassination. And... Is it a bad thing, Bob? If there's a plan to stop it, what are you saying? Now, I like Bob. I do. And I'll go on a show in the future. But I held my ground. So, uh, when that link becomes available, uh, and don't get me wrong, I think that what's going to end up happening, uh, once that video comes out, people on both sides, haters of QAnon, and uh, people that lovers of QAnon are going to equally attack me. They are. Uh, the QAnon followers are going to say, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know anything about the plan. Why would you have him on? How come he didn't say this? How come he didn't say uh, tippy top? When the president said tippy top and Q said, let's say tippy top, right? Oh, I am aware of all that. But I wasn't there to defend Q. I was there to talk about the quote-unquote conspiracy theory. And let me take it one step further. I hope that it is a plan to smash the deep state forever. I sincerely hope that that's the case. That's all I'm going to say about it for now. Once the link becomes available, I'll provide it to all of you. Bob, thank you for having me on your show. And... Before you criticize Bob too heavily, he's an American, and he is entitled to his beliefs. That's how it works. You just can't stop people from running from Congress because they believe something that they saw online. It's up to his voters. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Uh, I think he's a scumbag. I came across this interview, and I'm going to play it for you. We're going to pick our way through it. It's like eight minutes long. Uh, Australia. Australian TV ran this interview with Tara Reid, who used to work for Joe Biden. Now, if you have any doubts about this man's character, uh, I don't know how you could not 
uh, have made a decision on him. I mean, the man's been in government for 47 years. 47 years. Oh, but I just don't know. Maybe he's the guy to fix race relations in America now. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Anyway. Joe Biden. The real Joe Biden. Brought to you by American Uck Radio. Uh, I'm just trying to inform voters. That's all I'm doing. Uh, go ahead, guys. Let's uh, do this. my whole life to empower women. I've worked my whole life to prevent abuse. You saw him up close as a politician. Correct. What kind of political operator is he? The kind where he smiles. It's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh Here I am in the Senate office. Long before Joe Biden was a household name across America. And here's my my desk. Tara Reid worked in his Senate office in the early 90s. Here's a good picture of Senator Biden. It was her dream job. She hoped it was the start of a long career in politics. He was a political hero of mine because I bought into the image. And I really believed he was someone to not only admire, but also I wanted to be like him. Like I had hoped to be maybe a senator or a congressperson someday. And here's the view from my window. You sound really happy. Yeah. There is my computer. And there's my posters. I was such like a little puppy, like so eager and happy. Yeah. Tara says it wasn't long, though, before her political hero turned into a predator. He would just put his hands on me. He would, um, whenever there was a meeting or if I would see him, usually he'd put his hand on his shoulder and then he'd run his fingers up underneath my hair, on my neck, and things like that. And That's I'd appropriate. And I've never that with a boss before. And I didn't know him. It's not like there was, like, small talk, like where we would, you know what I'm saying? There was no reciprocal relationship or flirtation there was nothing like that the pause it right there uh what if uh what if one of you did that to a female employee a young female employee in your office huh what if you never made small talk with her and hey guys with daughters out there any of you guys listening and you got a daughter i want you to think about what this woman's saying about what it's like to vote for Joe Biden. Never mind all the countless, countless videos of him overstepping his boundaries with women and little girls. Listen to this. So it was just very much him coming into a room, putting his hand on me or or whatever. Did you ever tell him, don't do that to me? No, no, I was too scared to say that. I didn't say anything. Did he touch other women? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just didn't, he seemed to lack boundaries with women. No kidding. try to pass the behaviour off as a sign of the times. Reid was among several women who said Biden had touched them inappropriately. He's now threatened to undermine his bid for the White House. No, that ain't right, man, that ain't right. But it's a pattern of behaviour that remains today. Those Joe Biden shoulder massages, they're like magic. (laughs) I bet. You should try one. Oh, you have. Joe Biden recently vowed to be more mindful of personal space after seven women came forward with claims of inappropriate touching. I hear what they're saying. I understand it. And I'll be much more mindful. But I'll always believe governing, quite frankly, life for that matter, is about connecting, about connecting with people. 
That will change. But what Tara Reid claims happened 27 years ago in an open corridor of the Senate is much worse. So we were alone in this corridor and he said my name and then the next thing I knew, he pushed me and up against the wall, he kind of pushed, moved towards, moved his body towards me and then um, he used his knee to separate my legs. Yeah. He, he said, um, he's, he said, I want, he said, I want to f- you. And he was whispering in my ear and he was kissing me and I was trying to get away from him. And um, then when I pulled away, um, you were mm-hmm. Um, he had, taken his hands and put them down my skirt and taken one hand and um, penetrated me with his fingers. And when I pulled away, he pulled back and he seemed, he looked at me like kind of almost annoyed. How dare you? Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, At this point, her story totally checks out. When he did not let when when she did not let him molest her, he looked annoyed. He looked angry. He pulled away and he said, come on, man. Yeah, uh, I'd say her story checks out. I heard you liked me. And that's when he got, I could see that he was angry. And he put his finger kind of towards my face. And he said, you know, you're nothing to me. You're nothing to me. I'm Joe Biden. If you're going to work in this office, young lady, you're just going to let me do whatever I want to you. Come on, man. That's Joe Biden. I don't believe for one second he's changed any, even a little tiny bit. That maybe he can't remember more than he used to remember. That's the man that President Trump is running against, no matter. Uh, and, you know, all this uh, grab him by the P word and all that. Nothing that he did was even close, close to what Joe Biden has done. And I bet you there's way worse than this. And can you believe that this has to go out on Australian TV? I know it's hard to hear, but go on. You're nothing. You're nothing. In Tara's account, it was a senator's word against a first-year assistant. Yeah. So she kept quiet, only breaking down to her mother on the phone. She was telling me to go to the police right then, like to go to the police. Come on, man. To keep what I was wearing and on and to go to the police. Why did you resist going to the police? You know, they're there to protect the senators and congressmen. They're not there to protect us. It would be two long years in 1995 before Tara told anybody else about the alleged assault, confiding in her neighbor, Linda Lacasse. She basically said that he had um, put her up against the wall. He put his hands up her skirt and he put his fingers inside her. Come on, man. What did you say? I said, I think you should file a police report. She was upset. She was crying. Did you doubt what she was saying at all? No, I didn't. So 
everybody, uh, you know, she was told don't bother filing a police report because they're there to protect these politicians. And the same people that they've been protecting to get away with these crimes forever are saying now we need to defund them. It's really difficult to figure out who you want to back in that situation, isn't it? Huh? Sounds like there weren't really a lot of good guys, huh? This poor young girl going through absolute agony, wanting to tell somebody. Couldn't even go to law enforcement. Go on. What prompted you to come forward and publicly corroborate her story? I felt that the, that I needed to tell the truth. Did Tara ask you to come forward? I volunteered. You filed a written complaint to the Senate, mm-hmm. but in it you only mention Biden's inappropriate behaviour. You don't mention the sexual assault. And I'm wondering why you wouldn't mention that, because there is a very big difference between inappropriate behaviour mm-hmm. and sexual assault. Because I was afraid to. I mean, I consciously did that. The way they had it set up at that time, it was you fill out this form and hand it back. I didn't know who was reading it, and I was too scared. So I thought at a one-on-one that I would reveal that and talk about it, but I didn't feel comfortable. After nothing came of the harassment complaint she says she filed to the Senate in the 90s... Tara Reid emotionally describing what she says happened in the spring of 1993. It wasn't until 2019 that Tara then shared her story publicly, saying that Joe Biden her in ways that made her uncomfortable. But, just like her formal complaint at the time, it was only half a story. She says she wasn't ready to talk about the alleged sexual assault. So what changed for you? What made you think, no, I'm going to tell the full truth? I decided that people needed to know he's going to the highest office of the land. He's running on a platform of character. Well, I know what he's like. I know what his character's like. And he doesn't deserve the presidency based on what happened to me. Come on, man. This year, Reid came forward with what she said was the full story. By then, many in politics and the media were already questioning her version of events. If this was Stormy Daniels or if she was making this claim about President Trump, do you think that uh, this story would only be heard in Australia? On public television, on on, uh, mainstream media? Everybody's stuck in their houses, then they're not allowed to leave or they'll go to jail in Australia. So everybody in Australia knows what this guy's all about. Go on. We only got like, oh, man, we're running out of time here. Got about two minutes left. Go on. We'll try and get um, as much of this in as we can. Because it's important, tell your friends and neighbors to listen to this show. Download and share it. Go on. Do you sexually assault Tara Reid? No, it is not true. And Joe Biden spoke out strongly, denying the allegations. In every case, the truth is what matters. And in this case, the truth is these claims are flat out false. Joe Biden has repeatedly said this never happened. Mm -hmm. I think deep down he knows. Like, I don't know what his capacity is right now. Um, It's not very clear, but I know he knows. He knows. What do you say to people who say they don't believe you? 
That's okay. That's okay. We're going to have to end it there because we're running out of time. I'd be willing to put money on it that there's a father somewhere that's cleaning a shotgun. And the only thing he can think about is Joe Biden. Thanks for listening to American Uck Radio, everybody. We killed fear. We thanked Justin Trudeau. We talked about QAnon. And we revealed the worst parts of Joe Biden. Most of our listeners already knew all about it. Remember to check AmericanUckRadio.com. We've got a brand new set of AB51, 51st State gear coming out right away. Thanks for listening to AmericanUck Radio. Everybody, stick around for right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.